This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome back to Ramsort Podcast. We're here today ahead of the game against Barnsley. Now, it's a massive, massive clash and uh, we've got a guy today who knows a thing or two about Barnsley. So joining me today to preview this game is Doug O'Kane from the Barnsley Chronicle. How are you, Doug? I'm right, thanks, Jake. How are you? I am good, thank you. I'm good, thank you. Looking forward to our chat. Uh, hopefully it will be uh, good enough for Ram TV to copy us again because <laughs> they've got a little bit of a habit of doing that recently. So we'll see, we'll see. But don't, I just want to ask you very, very quickly about Barnsley's season so far. I mean, we'll talk about the, the game between us a little bit later on, but you're just behind us. You've kind of got under the radar a little bit. I didn't realise quite how close behind us you were. Um, six points behind with a game in hand as well. Mm. I mean, talk us through the season. Yeah, it's, I mean, you have to say it's a good season. They're in the, in the mix again. Um, it's, it was difficult in the in the summer, obviously, losing the playoff final, losing the manager, losing the whole back three from last season um, and two goalkeepers as well. It's sort of like the defensive spine. Uh, James Nord was a big player as well. They all, they all went and there was a, a lot a lot of players came in. It was new and a uh, um, different manager with a different style and it took a while to, to gel. Um, probably the story of the first half of the season was grinding out results against the sort of mid-table or lower teams without playing incredibly well. Um, but and then, and then every time they came up against a sort of derby or another team in the top six, they would lose and lose fairly comfortably in the opening months of the season. I think they lost the first five games against the then top eight, um, but were winning almost all the other games, and which was keeping them in the fight. They're getting better at that. They, they've beaten Stevenage and Oxford in the last month or two and, and played really well away at um, Bolton and... Peterborough um, and probably should have won both of those games having taken the lead so yeah um, they're getting better there's still a few odd games where they don't just throw in a terrible half every now and then but in general they're, they're definitely improving and getting into a position where they look like they, they could make a really good uh, go at a promotion again. Well, it certainly looks that way. And I mean, you mentioned there the the new manager coming in, Neil Collins. I mean, what have you made to him? What's different about him than the previous coach? Yeah, um, an interesting guy. Comes across really well, I think. Um, obviously, he came from American. Well, he's, he's Scottish and he played a lot in England, but he come from the American sort of second tier. Um, I think he would admit himself it's taken him a while to get his sort of 
um, everything that he wants across to the players and probably still does areas to improve. But um, there was a bit of a change in style from Michael Duff. He's, uh, Collins is much more possession-based naturally and that took a while to adjust. At times it was a bit too sort of passing around and not, not enough penetration. Um, but I think they found a bit more of a balance with that now, uh, going a bit more direct at times and, and getting the ball forward quicker, but also play, playing out as well. I think they, they seem to be a lot more comfortable in that and do seem to be able to do just take time really uh, over uh, over the course of the season. And Collins is whatever he's had eight months or something in charge. Um, so yeah, he's he's done he's done a good job and he's he's competing exactly where where Barnsley are supposed to be really I suppose in terms of um, expectations and size of the club I suppose and budget and everything maybe even slightly punching above their weight being fourth and sort of uh, you know potentially trying to haul in the likes of Derby and, and Portsmouth and Bolton so yeah he's he's, he's done a good job um, and hope, hopefully he can just finish I guess a lot will be judged on what he does in the next two or three months but um, you know I don't think you can really question much uh, given the uh, the form and the, the league table. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, let's go back to that game at Pride Park. Um, obviously, you were a busy man at the time, so you didn't get to see it maybe as much as you uh, yeah. as you possibly could have done. But I mean, Derby won 3-0. I, it was a bit of a surprise. We were in quite a poor run and obviously Barnsley being one of the better teams in this league and, and Derby end up yeah winning the game quite comfortably in the end. What was the reaction to that? Yeah, so I was on paternity leave at the time, so I didn't actually go. But um, yeah, uh, disappointing. It was a tough month for Barnsley in November in general because they got kicked out of the FA Cup. They got thrashed in the EFL Trophy 5-1 at Bradford who in League 2. And they, it just there was, there was a bit of negativity towards the, the, especially Collins actually, from the fans who haven't really sort of warm to him or certain sections of the fans and that that, that sort of started it really at, at Derby um, he, and since then it has got a lot better but um, Collins has mentioned it a few times as sort of the one game where Barnsley weren't in the game until the end he said sort of every other one even if they've lost he said, he sort of said at least we've sort of kept going and kept in the match and kept it alive until until the very end and that was the one where it was gone and they, they were gone um, so that that's kind of like a low point of the season um, and I'm sure he'll be using that as some kind of motivation for, for Saturday's game, although there's obviously plenty of motivation in terms of promotion and everything else. But um, they'll look to put that right because I think they're quite disappointed with that derby match even now. It's the classic football manager thing, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> they beat us yeah. last time. We've got to get back at them again. Um, but I guess to look at more recent fixtures, you've kind of touched on a few of them already, but I'm looking at the recent form of Barnsley and I'd say patchy is probably the best word to use. Two wins in five with two draws and a defeat to Exeter as well. I mean, talk us through these recent games. Yeah, so sort of long term, I think they've lost two of 22. So they, they have been really hard to beat um, for, the long, for a long uh, spell of months, but yeah, they, de they definitely want to turn some of those draws into wins. Um, I mean, you've got an away at Bolton, point away at Bolton in there, which is obviously a really good result. Um, Shrewsbury, they, uh, well, they just had a run of games where um, they were losing 1-0 at home to Leighton Orient in 87 minutes and came back to win 2-1, which was obviously a mass massive uh, high for them. And then we're also losing into injury time at Shrewsbury and got an e um, a penalty equaliser. Um, and then one at Fleet, Fleetwood. So they're, they're, obviously those three teams aren't sort of in, in the mix for, um, well, Orient are not bad, but the other two are sort of a bit further down the table. But seven points from nine is pretty good from that week. Um, the Exeter game is the, is the bad one. 
Um, they were terrible in the first half and went 2-0 down and couldn't, even though they had loads of chances, they just couldn't turn it back, um, pull it back. So that was a really poor performance. And they, every now and then, uh, they, I think I said earlier, they tend to throw in a, a really bad 45 minutes, but hopefully they won't do that against Derby because <laughs> um, that that would be curtains if they do, I think. <laughs> we'll see which Derby turns up. I think that's the uh, the most important thing. Um, and I mean, we've got to talk about a couple of individuals as well. I've got players in front of me, but I want to talk about the danger man first. We had a little bit of a chat about it before recording. Devante Cole, he's got 17 goals this season and three assists. I mean, that's a pretty impressive return for a player in this division. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, joined top scorer, I think, with Reed at Stevenage in, in the whole league. And he's been only got 16 last season, including two against Derby and uh, Oakwell. And kind of. Don't remind me. Turned it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of turned his career, Barnsley career around because he hadn't gone too well in the championship season. Um, and this season he's just kicked on to a completely different level. He's, he's finishing really well. He looks super confident in front of goal. <coughs> Excuse me. And he makes things happen. He creates chances as well. So, yeah, he's, he's been brilliant. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, it, it certainly sounds that way. I'll give you a second. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <coughs> um, so, I mean, you, you say he creates things as well. What sort of striker is he? Yeah, so he's a, he's a finisher, really. He's a natural sort of finisher. Um but he, he's got a bit of pace. He can drift out to the wing sometimes and beat a man and uh, cause a lot of chaos there. Um, he leads. He helps to lead the press as well. I think that's something he's sort of learned in the next in the last couple of seasons uh, under Michael Duff and carried on this season as well. Um, he chases down um, defenders and, and wins the ball that way. So he, he just sort of uh, sort of leads from the front, really. And yeah, he's, he, for this level, he's a really, really potent uh, striker. Yeah, it certainly certainly looks that way. I mean, yeah, to to hit that many goals in back to back seasons is is quite impressive. Um, and as well, just to have a look at some of the top performers. I mean, Herbie Kane's not a surprise. I thought he was excellent last season. Um, he's definitely one of the players who noticed. Uh, and you've got basically, it seems strange. All your best performers are defenders, which when a lot of the defenders, you know, last season ended up leaving, must be a good sign mm. that you've managed to get players in that can replicate that form. Yeah, I think the, the back three sort of chopped and changed a lot. Uh, some fans might say it's been at times a little bit of a weaker area, but I think it's it's improved throughout the season. I think we've had good performance in there, like Miles Dijavigne, 
who's come in uh, for this season and generally done really well. And then a new signing, Josh Hill, looks to have made a big impact since coming in in January. Um, <clears throat> I think, like you mentioned, Herbie Kane, he's done really well. But I mean, Barty's midfield three is the same as last season. Kane, Connell, Adam Phillips. And they're probably a match for anyone in this division. They're really good. Um, all add different things and kind of you know, sort of overwhelm teams with their energy, but also lots of quality and attack as well. I mean, Adam Phillips is probably the, the big form player at the moment, I would say. He got the two goals against Leighton Orient a couple of weeks ago. Set up two goals on Saturday at Fleetwood and could have had more assists and nearly got a goal himself. He, he just looks really confident at the moment and likely to create something. So he's probably a danger man at the moment. Um, but yeah, there's, there's decent performers all, all over the pitch, as you'd expect from a team sort of up there in the league. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. And I guess from my perspective, what other players should Derby fans look out for? Um, yeah, well, obviously we mentioned the midfielders in Cole and, and the, the goalkeeper's had a really good season. Liam Roberts on loan from Middlesbrough. He's made some brilliant saves. Um, he's an excellent shot stopper. Um, and then it'll be interesting what defence they pick, really, because they've just signed an American, <clears throat> Donovan Pines, big dominant centre-back. And will he play or um, or will it be the back three? Because he came on on Saturday and did well. Or will it be uh, Jamie McCart in the middle of the back three? So that that's a kind of question mark. But yeah, the, um, uh, Jordan Williams, the captain, has had... I think it'd be fair to say a mixed season at, uh, in the back three as a centre-back. He's not a natural centre-back, but the signings in January and players coming back to fitness of men being able to move out to right wing-back, which is sort of his natural position. I think he, he did really well there last season. So um, hopefully he will be a standout player again. Thank you so much for coming on, Doug. Really appreciated it. We've had every technical problem under the sun. Uh, so thank you for sticking with us. Um, just want to ask you one final thing before we go. What is your prediction for Barnsley versus Derby County this Saturday? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go positive from a Barnsley point of view and say that they'll, they'll win. I don't think it's going to be quite as wide a scoreline as last year, but I'll go for 2-1 um, to Barnsley. Oh, you see, last year I messed this up and I went really positive for Derby and we got battered. So I'm going to be conservative. I'm going to say I reckon it's going to be a one-all. Uh, it's going to be a hopefully a nice game. Um, but Doug, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, really, really grateful for you giving up your time today. No problem, mate. Thanks, Jake. So you may have noticed that uh, the episode with Doug was cut a little bit short. He, uh, he was really struggling to speak. Uh, and was having Wi-Fi problems as well. So uh, we let him go nice and early, and I hope you feel better soon, Doug. Uh, but he did leave some points uh, of things that he wanted to point out. Um, I mean, most important one being both teams going to this game in, in decent form. Uh, you know, Barnsley, as you said, have only lost two in 22, which is ridiculous. Derby have won four of their last five, which will make it a really, really entertaining well contest, I guess. I mean, if you look at the way that they shape up, they tend to play out from the back. One of the things Doug really wanted to push was the fact that, you know, they're, they're very different to last season. Last season, I guess they were more effective, probably quite similar to Derby in some ways. Whereas this season, they're trying to play nicer football. They're trying to play out from the back and they've got a real chance of sort of doing that when they're playing at Oakwell, backed by their own fans. So what could Derby exploit? Now, that's a, a big thing because their defence, whilst individually they've played well as a cohesive unit, they're probably not quite all there yet. 
Um, you can tell that they've not bedded in fully. I mean, Derby's had the same amount of time, but they seem to work well as a cohesive unit, whereas there's a lot of changes in that Barnsley back line. So hopefully Derby can take advantage of that and make the absolute most of uh, of what they've been given. So Derby team news-wise, I mean, will Dwight Gale start? Uh, I mean, maybe. <laughs> uh, part of me hopes he does. I think we could do with a focal point and a bit of an outlet. I know he's obviously not big, but he can hold the ball and he can move the ball as well. So it could be interesting to see who Warren starts up front. Will Ryan Niambi play at right wing back instead of Kane Wilson? We'll see. I have a feeling Niambi's going to get the nod because it's away from home against a good side. We might want to be as solid as possible. And whilst it is a little bit negative, it's worked in games recently as well. But, I mean, Barnsley sit six points behind us. They've got one game in hand on us. This would be a huge result, a huge, huge result if we can beat them. Uh, and, you know, Derby are going to have all the backing that they need. Uh, 4,800 Derby fans, and I think a few more tickets have just been available when I record this as well, are going to be travelling up to Barnsley. It's going to be a really good day, no matter what happens. Uh, if there's any Ramstorp fans making the trip, let us know. It'd be good to see you guys as well whilst we're there. Uh, don't be afraid to say hello. We've met some really great people over the last month or, or couple of months at games that listen to the pod. So it's always good to chat to you guys in real life as well instead of just through a screen. So, I mean, other other things about Barnsley as well. They're, you know, I've, I've mentioned they're in really good form, but they've got the league's top goal scorer or joint top goal scorer in Devante Cole. And I think he's got the most goal involvements overall, as, as Doug said. And we're going to have to work really hard to keep him quiet. I mean, it's likely Sonny Bradley's going to get the nod again. Could he be the man to shut him down? You know, similar height, similar build. Uh, he could be the one to sort of shut him out, whereas not many defences have done that. So... If you did enjoy, please do leave a like. Please do subscribe. Uh, usually things don't go as wrong as this, but I hope you've enjoyed all the same and learned a little bit about Barnsley uh, ahead of our, our massive, massive promotion six-pointer. How do you think the game will go? Let us know in the comments. It'd be really good to know if you guys are confident, uh, hopefully more confident than me with my one-all prediction. Uh, which would be really nice as well. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you on Sunday where we'll be live once again. Win or lose, uh, we do it every week. We play through the pain. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you there. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.